Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dialogue with Destiny, man. Today we're gonna to talk. No, I'm playing. Let me stop. You gotta introduce it, man. Go I ahead. can see this cat go pink. Nah, man. You, you, nah, you, you camera couple and I'm doing one of these. Yeah, I mean, you wanna do it? Go ahead, man. Nah, man, I got the disclaimer in the beginning. All right. Every show. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get it started. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dialogue to Destiny. Our goal is to engage in discussions that lead to personal and systematic change. These conversations can broach subjects that some may find offensive. It is not the intent of Dialogue to Destiny to in any way offend. Our intent is to encourage open dialogue so that collectively we can all move forward. We've been down for way too long, but now they sound we're equal. Then I'm the one that's wrong from trying to wake up all my people. Speaking facts about the system, how the wicked is ruling. But now the mice is on, it's time for us to do the schooling. Tell the whole truth, salute. This knowledge is heaven sent, politicking in a cipher. Breaking bread with my constituents. We melanated and all hated. Let's just keep it real, sharing from the mind. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Dialogue to Destiny. Today we're going to discuss the issue of colorism, and uh, just to define what I believe colorism is, it's a an issue that I feel has been plaguing the um, the black community, especially when uh, it's pertaining to the issue of light skin versus dark skin. You know, there's issues, there's things that um, that we deal with that I think I'd like to address today on um, on our podcast. We're joined by Brandon again, my nephew. And uh, we got my boy Steve over here, the co-host on the show. And we're going to just um, discuss some things that um, that growing up, you know, and in, in, in the black community, I've always felt have, have kind of uh, divided us as a, as a group. So if I could just, I'm going to have Brandon go ahead and start it off and kind of give us a, a little bit of what you, what you understand of the issue. Um, I I probably say out of the in our community that's like one of our biggest uh, issues, the divisive issues is, um, you know, we just draw we draw too many different we we make these differences in ourselves and then we allow that to hold us back from actually uh, uniting, um, and that's something you know like you said I've I mean our whole family is is lighter skin so that's something I've dealt with since uh, being a kid for sure. And, uh, you know, something that we definitely need to tackle as a community to actually be able to move forward and just unite. Uh, what, what do you, what's your take on it, Steve? Um, my mom is light-skinned. Okay. And my father was dark-skinned. And um, out of my aunts and uncles, six are light-skinned and six are dark. Grandma was dark and grandpa was light-skinned. So, um have i heard am i blind to this conversation no not by by any means am i blind to it i think it is a shame that it's something that has impacted us for so many generations so many scores of years that it's still prevalent to this day a lot of it stemming from we let's go back to its origin going back to slavery where your lighter skin slaves more times than not you know the plantation owner's child gets to work a little bit closer to the home their work is a little more domesticated okay the darker skin person which 
the darker the skin, the less trust, apparently, that they've had or what has been said to me would have the more manual labor out in the field. And of course, you can understand when you're working in the field, man, there's quotas. It's a lot to get done. So there's a lot of more harsher treatment, not fair treatment, but harsher treatment in order for crops to come in where the plantation owner, probably child, or lighter-skinned person is closer to the house. I'm getting a few more scraps to eat. You can see where that might cause a contention between the two groups that are, should be one. That's uh, true. You know? My thing is how it is, a feeling for me is how it has perpetuated itself from generation to generation. Let's just go back, let's say, just 100 years when we had the brown bag clubs. And and. Myself at my age at 55, almost 56 years old, being able to go into one in New Orleans, still have them. That shocks me that we would cleave what little we have into portions, pieces, and segments, man, when we know that when we're all in is how we're going to gain our win. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah. Um, how have we let this affect us to this depth for this long? And we're still buying into it and not correcting it. See, that's, that's, that's the baffling thing with me. Because whether we're light-skinned or dark-skinned, everybody outside of this sees us as black. Why can't we see ourselves as one? Yes. Do you, I mean, going back to what you were talking about as far as, um, you know, on the plantation, do you believe that that from, from like the white perspective, do you believe that they, that, that white, that light skinned black people today still have some sort of privilege or advantage or, you know, easier path going forward? I would say if you're just in society walking down the street, man, somebody will walk up to you or my wife before they would walk up to me and ask a question or ask directions. See, well, just, you know, for me, you know, being, like I said, you know, anybody here can see that I'm a light-skinned man, so I'm speaking from my perspective. See, I personally don't agree with that. Okay. You know, and the reason I don't agree with it is because I think that, I think if, if, if you're a, a, a dark-skinned black man that's presenting yourself in a way that, that, that makes you approachable, somebody's going to approach you the same way they would approach me. Or approach, now, because if I'm a light-skinned man and I'm, and I'm presenting myself in an unapproachable manner and you're, and you're a dark-skinned man you're, and you're presenting yourself in a, in a, in a, you know, a, a, a way that is approachable, I, I'm, I'm assuming that most people would say would, would go to you. You know, I don't think that I, what I'm saying is I don't necessarily think, a, you know, someone approaching you is going to, it has a lot to do with the tone of your skin. I think it has to do with your pre, the way, the way that you're coming across and presenting yourself. Now, I mean, no, <laughs> hey man, that's just my perspective, bro. Well, okay, I, hey, perspectives ain't right or wrong. They just yeah, that's right. That's all it is, man. I mean, like I said, I haven't walked. I'll be honest, man. I have not walked in a dark man's shoes. 
you know, I mean, I, I am what I am, but I also think that I have a unique perspective on things too, because when I see, when I see people like Colin Kaepernick, the first one is to step up and, 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 and jeopardize his million multi-million dollar career to speak on issues uh, regarding to regarding the black community and, and us dying at the hands of police officers. His perspective is different than a, than a lot, I think a lot of dark people's perspective, because what you don't, what, what a lot of people don't understand is growing up. I grew up with a white mother. Okay. My mom was white. Dad is black. So I had a complete, I had a white family. See, so when, when, when I am invited down, when our family's invited down to Thanksgiving dinner, mm -hmm. that white family of mine doesn't have to put on their best face because I'm still family. See, now, if, if, if you're a dark-skinned man and you're dating a white woman, you don't get the raw white family. You get the, the, the hey, you know, uh, Jessica's bringing home Nate this weekend, so everybody make sure that you don't make any black jokes or you don't do this. I come from a family where my aunts and uncles would, would say this stuff. So I'm coming. So when I see people like that actor Jesse Williams and Colin Kaepernick and all these people speaking out, I think that they're speaking out because we have a we have a look into white people from a black perspective that 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 dark skin people black people never get. So we, I think, it, I think it is more personal to us. And I, and, and and what happens though is when a black person, when a light-skinned person speaks out on black issues, the black community tries to somehow diminish our voice by saying, "Hey, you're not really black." See, you know, and I've always told people when they made them kind of comments, if I'm riding down the street and say Southern Alabama, and I'm riding down the street by myself, and the KKK jumps out in front of me and stops my car, I can't tell them, hey, can you only beat half my ass? Because I'm only half black. You know, when you're black, you're black. You know, but, but somehow the black community wants, you know, darker, darker skinned black people want to somehow say that I don't have the same struggles and the same, the same experiences that they have. And I, and I call BS on that, man. I agree. It, it, it would be BS. A couple of shows back when I was talking to your older brother, same, some of the same verbiage, verbiage came out. Do they dislike half of you or all of you? Mm -hmm. You know, and usually that identifies. You know, most people that are biracial, if I may use the word, or of mixed race, man, usually are more accepted by the black community than the white community, well, and most of them will identify as black. It depends on where you grow up. Well, it See, might depend, like, but like, I like still for, say like, the majority. Like for me, I grew up, Steve, I never had a white friend, ever. I, in my lifetime, I can honestly say growing up, everything around me was white. Now, if I had a white mother that would have taken, that would have had made me, had a black child and took that child and raised me in an all-white environment, my outlook, my perspective, everything would be different. But I only know I've only been close to black people in my lifetime. You know, so it doesn't I don't know if it necessarily means that the black because if you're if you're a light skinned person and you don't speak the way black people expect you to speak. You're 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 Uncle Tom, too, you know, and that, that, that go that's not necessarily tied to a tied to a person's skin tone, because even a dark skinned person that, that, that doesn't speak the way that they expect you to speak is considered an Uncle Tom. Clarence Thomas. <laughs> what do you what do you got to say, Brandon? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I think just being a. Um, lighter tone, I mean, you deal with, 
the same that you said from about about you know how uh white people might feel about a darker skinned person i feel like i did you deal with that from from people in your own community like you know i've all i played basketball since i was a kid and i mean whenever <laughs> whenever you're as light as i am like you're gonna you have to deal with things it's almost like people are trying to like take out the frustrations are some of them people that are lighter and, and, you know, you get that a lot in, in, like I said, sports, basketball, school. So, um, you know, it might be easier for us to deal with, with more accepting white people. I feel like are more accepting of lighter skinned people, but at, at the same time, I feel like, you know, darker, darker skinned people, it's harder to, to, to deal with darker skinned people sometimes just cause it's like the, it, you you run around with a stigma, you know, of like you're light skinned, so you know you could pass as white, or you you're accepted, so you know, so we're gonna mistreat you type of thing, almost like a like a stepchild, you know, type of type of syndrome, you know what I mean? And you know it's hard because you have to you have to fight that your whole life, you know what I mean? And then like you said, you turn around and you know a lot of the people that really going hard right now you know like a Colin Kaepernick you do I do see people saying that like why is he he's he's light-skinned he can get he's accepted why is he going so hard and it's like you're not seeing the bigger picture yeah you know he's you you know he's using his platform and I and you know I don't know it's I even heard like darker skin people say that like you you light-skinned dudes seem you like you're more militant like why you got so so militant why do you and it's I don't know it's frustrating well I just going back to my youth and growing up, because my uncle, my youngest uncle, was my grandmother's foster child, and he was biracial. And some of the insight I got from him is like he's like I mentioned once before. Sometimes it's rougher on me than it is on you because I'm the product of I'm the taboo product. Mm. I'm the product of the interracial marriage. So sometimes it is rougher on this situation from me. I think sometimes the light-skinned young man becomes more militant because he feels he's in a uh, put into a situation where my blackness is validated. Yeah. You know, I have to validate my blackness. No, you just have to validate your manhood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what you have to do. That's what you validate. Sometimes when I worry about a young man trying to validate himself through a color, he's going to try to reach the pinnacle of stereotype, which is a low ground, not high ground. Right. You know, I'm going to live down to the stereotype instead of up to my potential. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that becomes the animosity, you know, right there. Um, just trying to prove my black is black enough. And I'm unapologetically black. And sometimes it can be overdone. I, I say it in this manner here. When you sign people that are Caucasian descent, European descent, and they try to manifest themselves into the black community, they do it in such a wrong, hurtful, and degrading way. What's up, man? Woo, woo. They have this, this, this change of tone, mm -hmm. change of dialect, and it's not appealing. I, I don't like it, and it doesn't look good on you. It's not genuine. Right. So so anybody who's outside of their scope trying to live up to a stereotype or down to a stereotype, man, is a person that I'm probably going to um, be away from. It's all about who your persona is, who I want to be, what type of love I emit, that type of thing. Them, those are the things that are more important to me. Um, 
I've just simply, it has got to stop. We're at a point in time in this society, in this, at this time, at this age, man, that we have got to stop dividing amongst ourselves. If we want anybody else to take us serious. Mm-hmm. When we stop the infighting, people will want to come in and help. Hey, I have a suggestion. Right now, you're not getting along amongst yourself, so why would I get in the middle of that fight? I have love in my heart, but I don't really have no skin in that game. So while you guys keep fighting about light and dark and not moving forward, I'm just going to step aside and keep moving forward with my agenda. And when you get it right, then I'm more likely to help. Light, dark, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, then that's the community coming together. But it's hard for us to be brought up in that community when we're fighting each other. We're competing with one another. You and I competing for the nothingness at the end of the road because we haven't together created something to go for. Yeah. Well, you know, um, going back to what Brandon was saying, you know, where, you know, you do, you almost feel like you're, you know, like, as a, as a person that, that see, I never really considered myself or called myself mixed or, or biracial or anything. I always told people I'm a black man with a, that happens to have a white mom. You know, that's a choice that my parents made to, to create children that are what society calls biracial, you know? So, you know, but just, just to give um, you a little bit of, of history, like as, as far as like, because I do, I believe as a as a as a light skinned black person, you we are we are we're stuck in the middle, you know. When I used to play basketball up at the park at the community center growing up, oh look at Larry Bird, I, I always had to be the white dude, you know, uh, uh, on the court. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to say he's good, like <laughs> oh no, I, always, I had a cold jumper, man. That was you know. That was that was my thing, but they called me Larry Bird. He should have been called you Steve Spinarkle. <laughs> like I said, Steve, we we still got an appointment on the court, man. But but getting back getting back to uh to what I um was saying is, you know, growing up, you know, like with my with my mom's family, my white side of my family, you know, we were we were even ostracized there. You know, my I I just remember every Christmas we went down to my where my mom's my mom's hometown to her brother's house for Christmas and my grandfather would always come in there you know and and he had gifts and he always gave all my white cousins gifts the only thing that I can and can I, and I would love to have one of my brothers or sisters um you know question this but the only thing I ever remember him giving us was one year he gave us each a bag of peanut M&Ms that's the only thing my grandfather ever gave us, you know. So, so you know, when you, when you, when you, when, so I guess what I'm getting at, man, is, is for me, I grew up pretty much just, just understanding that I had a white family. But as far as I was concerned, I was as, I was as black as the blackest person around, you know. I because to me, you know, being, being. You know, I, I believe it's a lot in how you feel about yourself and a lot of in, in how you live your life. I don't know. I don't understand the culture that my 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 mom's family's from. All I understand is when I grew up, 
you know, the people that I called friends, the people that I grew up with were all black. And, and anytime we stepped outside of that box, even in, in the community I grew up in, we, I, we stepped outside of our little friendship box. Everybody that, that we encountered let us know, let me know, especially well, I had a couple friends that were in the same position, mixed or whatever you want to call us. They let us know that, that hey, you know, you're, you're different. You know, you, you're, you're not, you're, you're not going to be treated, you know, you know, for one thing, they always thought we were soft. Like, you know, like, like somehow, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you know, if you're light skinned, you can't, you can't throw them hands, you know, like, like you, like everybody that's dark is just supposed to be able to beat you up or everybody that's dark is supposed to be a better athlete than you or anything like that. So I, I always, I always battled with that, man. And that was always just something that's, I guess that's why I kind of wanted to have this conversation, man, is to, is so that we can, we can talk about this, hopefully get people to look at things different because I believe that it's more the culture you were raised in, man, oh. than, it, than it is the, the tone of your skin. I'm going to ask you this real time scenario. You know where we both used to work at. Yeah. All right. You know, same note. Who's the most boisterous and more militant, you or I? I'm definitely the more militant. Hands down, right? <laughs> That's Hands right. Down. Do you know that there's people at that job will interact with you, with, but not me? And you've already, this is the man already said, no white friends. I'm very militant. I'm very pro-black uh, radical, right? Well, well, and, you know, so to speak, you know what I mean? There's people that I'll name right off the top of my head right now that will deal with you. But it, is, it, it, it won't have nothing to do with me. And I, I don't consider myself a bad person, of timid, you know. intimidating person. But, I, I, but I said I grew up with no. It took me now as an adult. No, I, I say saying, I have white man, friends. Yeah, but, but you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm not saying that you don't. But there are people, and yeah, that mess with you, that will have absolutely nothing to do and, with and, me. And it just has nothing to do that I've said to them or done to them. So you think that it's because you're because you're of your skin tone? I know it is. So I mean, because you know that everybody at that job knows that I'm unapologetic, right? You know, I will. I mean, I had no. I wasn't gonna sit there and act a certain way in front of someone in a exactly. different way in front of in, exactly. in front of someone else. I I was the way that I was. But the same people will mess with you. Well, you got it. Well, when we get done with this, I need <laughs> you to tell no, me. I'm gonna tell you. Who, I'll tell you who it is. <laughs> I don't argue who it is. I can tell you who a couple of them are. All right, because I'll be surprised. We'll deal with you. Will have nothing to do with me. See, that, that, that was, but I can say the same thing, Steve, because I, there, there are, there are, there are people down at the at the, at the job okay. that, that were darker skin that before they even knew who I was, oh, he ain't nothing but a white boy. Dak ain't, you know, Dak is a, Dak is a, is a, you know, he's a sellout. I, I've heard that people came back and told me that people had said that about me, you know. And, and, and but I think once they got to know me and got to understand, got to talk to me, they realized, no, nah, he he definitely ain't that. So one half of the group, once they got to know you, should have got closer. That other half should have ran, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they shouldn't have run. But you know, because the thing is, Steve, is I've learned as I've gotten older, man. I'm, I want to be inclusive of everybody. I don't care who you are, what race you are. If you if you're if you're a friend to me, I'm gonna be a friend to you. You know. Now, growing up where I grew up, like I said, man, I didn't have all of my friends and all of my enemies were black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, there was no there there was no 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 in between. You know, I, I didn't have any any white friends and very few white enemies. You know, so what, it what just is, seems like that's the dynamic. Is like. 
like you said, Steve, like somebody white would rather talk to somebody lighter skin. But it's all it's the same. Somebody dark skin seems like they would be more apt to, to talk to somebody white. It feels like light skin gets gets overlooked. At, it's almost like a flip dynamic. You know what I mean? And it's it's ah, it's frustrating, man. <laughs> it's real frustrating. Yeah. If we can't do this from one another. In other words, folks, man, what I am saying is more times than not, I get treated better or acknowledged outside of my race than I do within my race. What the hell is wrong with us? Yeah, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Oh, you've experienced it, young young Luke. Grasshopper, you've experienced this, huh? Well, yeah, see, you know, what, you know what I would attribute that to? You know, as far as like black people not being so open to, to speak to each other. and, and It doesn't cost a other. damn dime to speak and be kind. Steve, but I'm going to tell you something, man. As, as, as a black person, I think I've been, tra- well, I ain't going to say trained. I've been conditioned to walk through life on the defense. See, I've been I've been conditioned to think that hey, if somebody's talking to me, they 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 they, they want they they need something, you know they they so so we we and I, I do and this I is it right? No, I'm not saying that it's right, but 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 my thing is is you know is we don't have the luxury of being comfortable, you know I mean even with our own with our own people, because. Because society has, has, has taught us that, hey, everybody should be looked at, you know, in a way that, that, that you, you, they're not to be trusted. Until, you, until you've earned that trust, I, I don't trust you. And I mean, and, that, and that's, me go, that's me in my personal life. I don't trust people until, they've earned, un, until I feel like, hey, you know what, this is somebody that's shown me that they're, that they're to be trusted. I think we do that. In our community, though, we build, especially our men, 
we build we build our men up, our kids up to be to to not be soft, to not show emotions, to not, you know, like we don't even tell our, our our sons like we love them and, and give them hugs you know give them a t- attention so it's like you just grow up tough and it's like if i see another dude walking down the street like we might look at each other and say what's up or you just gonna look at each other and that's like we're like numb to just to 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 love he comes down to love to me mm-hmm. you know like around the time of the protest i was uh i was over there by target and it, this was like the craziest thing like some some dude was riding his bike he was probably like in his 40s, maybe, you know, darker-skinned dude. And, uh, you know, he just said, uh, you know, peace, brother, I love you. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I, I ain't know the dude. Off, huh? it, man, that, that right. like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I got a little choked up because it's like, you don't you don't see a black dude just be like, I love you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we don't, I don't even, you know, it's hard to even tell a brother or cousin that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yo, I love you. Like, you don't hear that. So I think our community, especially for our men, like, we're, we, we need that because, man, mm-hmm. with... We just I mean, walk around hating each other. Like I don't even know you, and I already have a problem with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, walk up, why? Just walk up. You look at each other, man, and it's like two dogs in a pit. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at each other, man. Like just such a simple statement, man. Mm-hmm. Just like it just is like eases you. It makes you put your walls down. You know, like you know, I love you too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We don't know each other, but I, you yeah, know, it's genuine love. love. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And. Um, I throw people off using that word intentionally. I've tried to do that over the past two or three years, man. When's the last time I kissed my son, my youngest son this year, my oldest son within the last year? Pull him down, man. I don't care how big you are, how tall you are. I pull you down, man. I get you right there, man. (laughs) I love you, son. Ooh, I love you. And and they know that. And, you know, we don't talk on the phone. Yeah. You know, female and male, my kids, I tell them, love you. Yeah, love you both. Love what you're doing. Don't like this, but I love you. You know, you know. I want to have that connection with my kids in order to make that correction. Um, that's all in. That's all in the in the house. You know, like you said, you grow up with not hearing "I love you," and then you start to nitpick little stupid stuff when you get older. Like you're lighter than me. Like I don't love. I don't love anybody. So I'm definitely. You know, I'm gonna take this out on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We got we got to fix it. We got to put love back into our community because it's we need us. it. It's it's missing us, man. Yeah. We're we're creatures, especially a race, that we cannot operate operate properly without a decent amount of love. We are creatures of community, communes, tribes. Yeah. That's where we come up from. Where two men go back go out and they feed 20 (laughs) these three go over here and farm and feed 40 so everything that we've always went out and done we've brought it back in-house to make sure everybody had something that comes from a spiritual place had something i go out and get something now i'm watching you to make sure you don't get one doggone crub see that's not your mindset is unhealthy at that point yeah. We've always been, you, you'll see kids, unless trained otherwise, by older kids being stingy. Huh. Huh. My granddaughter, from the earliest age, man, always wants to shove something in my mouth with her little nasty hands. <laughs> but she's trying to share yeah. because that's a natural thing. It's a natural, you know, a pride alliance. They share. Yeah. 
hyenas, they share. And Human beings, <laughs> I take and so I hoard. Yeah. <laughs> but the but the problem with um like you're going like to the animal kingdom talking about the the problem is is like a, a, a pri- I don't know what you call a pride is it a pride of hyenas or you know I know like it is a pack pride you know pride. but but see you know it's like you even even with that man you have I mean if you pre- if you relate that to what we're talking about here with light skin and dark skin. See, there's always an alpha male or somebody. No, like but you, a, but you would have one. You would have one group, of, uh, you know, of, of hyenas that would that would swallow and, and and chase the other group away. What can we do? What can we do to get to to, to get? Well, we've both got the groups? we've got the biggest pack. We're all hyenas in one pack. Is the picture I'm trying to draw instead of keep drawing the division. No, but, 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 no, but, but what yeah, I'm saying yeah, is, yeah, yeah, we, we, we can draw the picture. But I don't even know that we've collected the paper and the pencil to, to actually complete the picture. What I'm saying is, what what can we do to to get to a place where we don't see each other as a as a as a threat, as as someone that's coming in to take our territory? You know what I'm saying? I mean, right now, like I said, it, to me, it does. It just seems, and I understand what you guys are saying, but I'm 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 focusing more on on the on the things that are dividing us now, and and, and what are we gonna do? To, to 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 fix it man i mean it's it's like you know whether people accept it or not i know that when i've gone to my family reunions our our family you know it's almost like to to see a a black couple is an anomaly you know i mean you everybody every male in my family likes white women I'm, I'm, I'm not all, not all, not all. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like I ain't talking about you. You know, I'm talking about like my my uncles. Yeah. Most of my cousins. They, 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 I'm telling you. Then that's the real conversation to have when you see if it's as prevalent as the picture that you draw. You have to ask yourself, what is your problem with the black female? What? What was? What was? What? What happened? To where, or do you think that it could be a subconscious thing that, that, that hey, you know, I, I don't want dark-skinned kids. I mean, I've heard people say that. You know, dark-skinned, I mean, because I, sometimes I almost feel like dark-skinned people have, have almost painted this, the, 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 this image, man, of themselves like, like, it, like it's so horrible to live in, in, in that dark skin that they'll do anything to escape it. If you gotta walk in there, you gotta walk in them shoes until you know somebody whose nickname's Blue, or they call them Blue Goose <laughs> or Blue Duck, man. That's what they call them down south, man. Say so you hit you hit that glint of sun and you get that iridescent black where it turns blue purple black, you know, like a crow or something. You know what I'm serious. I'm I'm not trying to be joke. Saying, you know, until you've been that brother. Well, that's what we're that's what we're talking about. Until you've though. been that brother. Till you've Do been you? and 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 you know you got white folks taking double takes. Man, I've never seen. But well, black folks before. take those double takes. Too. Right, you know he take that double take and he's smiling, and laughing. He's got something mm, on his mind, something hateful. You know, it's less curiosity, and more. It's almost like he's collecting ammo. You know, we've all been on that bus ride to the skating ring, right? Yeah. How that dark skin fellow fare on that bus ride? Same way light skin fellow fare. Nah, nah, you come on. We grew up in the same air, Dak. Don't be real. <laughs> Keep it real. 
Man, keep Steve, it real. I, I'm, man, keep it real. You know what it was, keep Steve? It real. I, well, I'm gonna tell you. No, they picked on him, but they picked on the light skinned dude differently because they, like I said, man, they had this this persona, this this image that this light skinned dude couldn't fight, so he was a little punk anyway. You know, so so he got picked. On, yeah, they might have capped on the dark skinned dude, but they started they started slapping the light skinned dude upside his head because they thought he was a punk. Uh, he you know he ain't nothing. I mean. You, I mean, I don't know how how it was in your generation, man. Because by the time you guys came along, uh, you know, there were there were a lot of, a lot more light skinned people than it was when I was growing up. But I mean, did you ever have this 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 uh, this perception, man, that that people perceived you as like soft or weak? Yeah, you definitely get. I mean, I think that'll always happen with no matter what generation with with light, lighter skinned people. You're always gonna get that. You know, no matter no. Wherever you you could be out, you can, we could be it could be me and a few cousins downtown. We're all light skinned, and you're gonna have an issue. You you it's guaranteed. Somebody's gonna say something to you. Somebody's gonna just just try it, just test you. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen. I don't know. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's gonna happen no matter what. Yeah, Steve ain't feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> More so than than a, than a group of a darker complexion. You know, right. uh, well, young, you should go to the other side of the street. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm just telling you, that's spot. usually what happens, man. <laughs> or you come down and you hear the doors like, click, 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 click. True story. You don't think, that, you don't think I, I, let me ask you this, man. Like, if a police officer pulls you over and pulls me over, do you think that they're going to, uh, like, like, be harder on you than they are on me? I think they're going to be harder on you than me. Why? Because I got sense. <laughs> ask my wife <laughs> she right over so you're there just like, Mr. Officer hey <laughs> ask her how many times so you turn into a Hold white up, boy I, as soon as an I really don't want to put this on there man but if you know what I mean you know, I know. how many times I've been pulled over man I'm like yes sir no sir do you know why I pulled you over mm-hmm you do why they pull you over well I was you know I was getting on the freeway and I was trying to jet out in front of dude and I kept moving I'm gonna give you a warning and stuff. See, when you like the same thing I told my wife, when you sit up there and play dumb, they'll hand you a paper reminder. <laughs> but if you tell the truth and fall on so your how soul, do you think I, re I react if a police officer pulled me over, man? Well, <laughs> if I know your disposition, oh, how man. vocal I mean, did we did we already established this conversation. Who's more militant? Who's more wordy? Who's gonna do woo woo woo? We've already established <laughs> that, right? And these are agreements that you've already made. Yeah. Okay. I know why you pulled me over. You're going to start stating your opinion, and you're going to let him know that well, how bold you are. I think it's unfair. I wasn't doing nothing, so you're going to establish your points. Well, I'm going to answer I, his questions. I'll tell you, how, I'll tell you how, it, how it is with me, Steve, is if I know that I did something wrong, I'm going to handle myself the same way that you handle yourself. Huh? I'm gonna say, you know, yeah, officer, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I did, I, I ran, I, I ran that red light, and mm -hmm. I, you know, it was my fault. And you usually but, don't get no ticket, do you? Well, it depends. I, I have gotten to, but, if, but if, if I know, if I know that I'm targeted, that's a different if I, story. If, now, if I know that you're, you're pulling me over because, because of some BS that you're, that you're trying to just, you know, you're trying to check the IDs of everybody in the car with me and stuff. Because I had one of my other nephews in the car with me one time. We were out in Brooklyn Park, and, and, and the police officer pulls me over, mm -hmm. and, and another officer goes to the passenger side and asks my nephew for his ID. I said, don't give him your ID. I said, he ain't going to ask a white boy to give him his ID. If, if, if he gets pulled over as a passenger in the car, 
Why do you why do you think that I'm supposed why do you think we're supposed to be subject to something that other people aren't subject to? I don't I will you know no so I am I am militant but if if you're justified and and I did something wrong, I'm more than I'm more than willing to accept accept that, man. I will always accept that. True story. Me of all people. We're down here walking around little JW store that was downtown in the IDS on the second yeah. floor. They following us through here, and it's like as much as I come through here, my stepfather, man, presses your clothes for you. The lady in the back of his shop does alterations for you guys. Now you got this new little punk-ass security guy following me around through the store and stuff, man, trying to see if I'm stealing stuff. Well, I made sure he had something to do. Catching a thief wasn't wonderful. Picking up all them damn clothes off the floor was. That's right. <laughs> you want some work to do? Here, follow this. <laughs> Excuse me. I think this is how they got those new racks where they got the little balls on them so everything doesn't just slide off. Because remember, there was one straight rack, and they was lucky if it still had the end cap on them. <laughs> Pick that up, fool. Yeah. Well, what, uh, what you got to say to add to that, Brandon? Um, I've got, I'm trying to think of what the original – what we were on originally for that? Well, you know, we were, um, well, I had asked Steve if he thinks that, um, you know, as a black person, you know, getting pulled over by, uh, well, oh, not yeah. a black person, because I think we're, skin. we're all black, but I'm talking a darker skinned person getting pulled over by a cop, you know, does, does he feel like it's, it's, you know, that the cop is, treats him differently than he would somebody like me and you? Uh, I almost feel like the, like in this type of situation, I feel like uh, I feel like like a darker skinned person would have to go into like a yes sir no sir more than than because I'm mean, I'm 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 militant too so if they mm -hmm. pull me over and I feel like I've done nothing wrong then I'm gonna let you know no that way. like you know um, and I don't I don't know if that's I wouldn't credit that to being lighter skin but I would just credit that to I'm you know I'm I'm gonna let you know. I don't know why I I feel like a I mean I could be wrong but I feel like a lot more darker skinned people would take the position of of yes sir no sir because maybe there is more fear there of of retaliation or something like that you know I I can't speak on that but just I know for me I'm not if I'm not wrong then I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm not. Oh, I, yeah. I see some too. One, a story from uh, from one of my cousins. Um, it was him and his his brother were in the car, and um, I think he said they were over northeast or something like that. And the cop, he, they got pulled over. I don't think it was for any real reason. The cop literally comes, and they're both light skinned comes and asks them, "Are you guys you guys over here to buy drugs? Are you guys over here? It's just, it's it don't matter if you're dark." Or light skin, like you're gonna get harassed. You know what I mean? And it's we deal we we deal with the same issues. So it's it's frustrating when we when we divide ourselves and we're dealing with the same trauma. You know what I mean? And then we're putting trauma on top of each other. Of all the, of the, other of all the police beatings that you've seen, mm -hmm. were they light skinned men or dark skinned? Oh, they were mixed up. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That dude, that dude that just got killed down in Kenosha, he was pretty light. He dude. got shot in back. Or shot. I said these beatings. See, he got shot because it was a weapon thing in there. How many of these beatings where they just straight get out, man, well, and go buck wild? Where well, they got the batons going and stuff, man, and they want to really beat down the gorilla from the mist, okay? Is that a light-skinned dude that gets beat down like that and kicked around? Or is it a dark-skinned dude? Well, I, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, well, it's probably, you're probably right. But what I'm saying, though, Steve, is, you know, now, now, don't get me wrong. You see, because people will, will, oh, will I'm gonna hear get you what wrong. I hear what get I'm about wrong to say. Getting you wrong is kind of fun. Be trying to, be trying to twist my words. Now, if, if, if you're somebody, if, you, if you're somebody that, and, and believe me, I'm gonna make it clear. Make it clear to everyone. I'm not an advocate of police at all. You know, I don't like the police. Or I don't personally. I don't like police. But um, it, you know, we have. You have to know what led up to those guys getting beat down, right? I mean, seriously. I mean, now if 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 you're committing a violent act against someone and the police get called to to your house and you're and you're you, you're in a situation where you you're combative with the police, what are they supposed to do? Whoop your behind. Okay. I have a so, problem. So so we don't. But I mean, see, so I don't know that you can necessarily put put the, you know like a like a a color on. A, I mean, not necessarily a color because it is a. But we all understand that black people are disproportionately harmed by 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 police officers. But what I'm saying, as far as whether they're light skinned black or dark skinned black, I, I just don't see that a Steve. I don't see that a police officer is gonna gonna treat you any differently than they're gonna treat me if we're if we're doing the same thing. Because I'm gonna tell you something, Steve. I'd be willing to I'd be willing to bet you. I've been called the N word as many times as you have in my lifetime, bro. And and you know and and like I said, I have. And, 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 and no one has ever met me or talked to me ever questions if I'm black, you know, because I let people know under on no uncertain terms that, that, that you know, I'm, I'm unapologetically black, you know, if they talk to you. No, but even if they don't talk to me, because yeah, people, say if people, they people talk can hear to my you. voice from across the room. So if, even if they're not okay. part of the conversation, you don't say you, you don't say nothing. Huh? You don't say nothing about what? About anything. Keep your mouth shut. Just sit there. I never do. Well, I'm saying if you could. If I could, right? <laughs> I think you would run into the same situation that Suzanne Malvo, the reporter, ran into. That she goes to these reporters' dinners and she's sitting there, and they let loose with the jokes and stuff because they don't realize she's a black woman from news from CNN. Yeah, I know what you're so, okay, or. Let's take Steven Tyler. Ain't that his name? Liv Tyler's dad, the drummer, whatever yeah. his name is. I know who you're talking about. Bet you don't know he's from Black Descendants, did you? No, I didn't know Steven right. Tyler. Right, yeah. His uh, his forefathers, man, used to be a drummer. And I want to say from one of the military outfits. And I wanna, I'm not sure if it was a Revolutionary War, but during the Civil War. And then his fit, you know, was light enough to pass that he passed over. In, and he was a drummer, too. We're proud of the drum corps. And they moved over into Ohio, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he is descendant. Him and Liv are descendants of black folks. Well, but they had one that could pass. So now let me put it like this way. How many of the light-skinned people not worrying about light or dark just passed and went and jumped in, got in. Well, and there's quite a few of them like that. Of course. I got, I got two folk in my family that if they wanted to dump, jump ship, could have been gone. 
Well, I know that I don't have that. You know, I, I know for me personally, I ain't passing for nothing. <laughs> you know. If you would just be quiet. Shh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so I don't, like I said, I understand what, the, I understand that some people have been able to pass the, but the reality is, is, you know, for, for me, if I had the opportunity to, 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 to cross over to the other culture, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Because like, I don't know, I personally, I don't know any different other than other than being a black man. I have no comprehension of what it's like to live anything in anything other than a, a black world. You know, and, and, and I want to feel I want to feel comfortable being who I am and not being not being criticized, telling me that I'm I'm, I'm out of I'm out of out of zone because I'm, I'm speaking on issues that are that I feel are involved me. I put it like this. Have I ever done that you have not no okay and i give you just as much crap as i'd give anybody black or white don't i it won't let off the gas right that's right love you man and it's not depending on what color you are man it's about the relationship the quality state and condition of the friendship see and that is what's always been important to me i don't care how dark you are you can be albino i don't care but if we have a relationship where we can respect each other, Jones and Josh, and, you know, kind of bust little caps at each other every now and then, I'm cool with that. Because that means the relationship is healthy enough that it can stand those strains. You know what I mean? And that is the most important thing to me, which will take me back to that thing I said about the U.N. You know, my mom always said my house looked like the U.N. because of the menagerie of people I kept around my house. And as those were genuine friendships, have those numbers. Now, these are friendships from 30, 40 plus years ago. I have most of those numbers in my phone. Now, we ain't going to talk but about a minute or two because I work for the phone company. We ain't going to be on the phone no how long time, but I'm going to say, hey, how you doing? Woo, love you, man. Peace. Gone. Out. But I want to check on you. The problem is, though, not enough people in, the, in our community have had that upbringing to where they, they're more, you know, accepting of anybody that's lighter or even different, you know, different ethnicity than them. That's the hard part. Well, look at how long it took for the black community to even accept Obama. Like I said, you go back to when Obama was running for president, man. I heard black people, he ain't black. His mom's white and his dad's from Africa. You know, he ain't black, you know, this and that. You know, and and I mean, it. it I don't know what it, you know, where the turning point was where they learned to accept him. But, you know, and even now I hear people saying he didn't do enough for the black community. He was you know, president for the United States. He wasn't president yeah, for but, black folks, you know, man. But, and I, and but, I get that argument, and I have it for him all the time. I know, but the thing is, man, is, is sometimes I almost feel like 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 black people, our, our community, even when it comes to even when it comes to us trying to you know trying to work no through, bad trying to work through <laughs> issues, man. We find a way to complain and find fault in everything. <laughs> you know, Ooh, shut do. up, Stephen. No, we do. I mean, and I know you don't like that word "we." You know. No, no, I'm just saying because I, I, I get, I get what you're saying, man, and I'm so on, I'm so on board with that. With what you're saying I here mean, is some of the other things that you add "we" to. That, no. but what you're saying right here, yeah, I, I, I can get with that one. I buy in. Yeah. I mean, no, I agree. Yeah, we, because even, um, even like when you look at the, the just our history and leaders, you know, very prominent leaders. You know, I'm not trying to make it a color thing, but a lot of our prominent leaders were lighter skin, you know, and it's like 
it goes back to what you're saying. Why? Why is that? Why are we more willing to say, to stand up and say, like, we're not going for this, you know? And you look at, you know, Huey Newton, Angela Davis, Malcolm X, like, and the list Frederick goes Douglas. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> further Farrakhan. back. Yeah. If, the lighter, um, you know, why? <laughs> why is that? Booker T. Yeah. Yeah. Booker T. You know, is it because, like you said, we feel like we have to validate or or – or is it something on darker skin people that f- they feel they 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 don't have a voice? I don't know. Well, you got to look at who's going to be your who's who's likely to get an ear lent to them, and this is goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. They're going to be more comfortable talking to you. But they are comfortable I, talking to to you, you know, know to why? Well, I'm gonna answer. You said why are yeah. most of our leaders light skinned? Yeah. Because somebody's more willing to lend well, them an ear. Have you watched now, like Obama's see, documentaries, see, man? Harriet Tubman. About- Harriet Tubman had to do what she had to do. One of our black leaders, mm-hmm. who was willing to lend her an ear? Oh. No one. <laughs> That's why he had not even black folks. He said, "I saved a thousand. I could have saved ten thousand more if the fools would knew they were slaves." Right? They wouldn't even want to lend to her ear. Their, mm-hmm. their ear to her. Right. So as the darker the person come becomes, man, even Martin Luther King couldn't get an ear lent until the kids came in. Still tried to ignore him. He ain't talking about nothing. Got the FBI sending letters, man. Kill yourself, man. Well, I don't think it was they. They listened to the lighter skin. I mean, they wouldn't listen to Huey Newton or or Malcolm no. X. They were trying to villainize him. But, but I think they were on the stage, and when they first wanted to hear what was saying, now they eventually, oh, this is what you're talking about, boom, 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 boom. But they had to put somebody up there who who got the ear before them, when the, the darker skinned cats were out there trying to establish things. They were, I mean, I get what you're saying. They were, getting out, they were out there getting, I mean, they you were had out your, there getting your Stokely Carmichael's in. They were yeah, out but there. But once they got up in front of the stage, yeah. they got a mic, and it became a prominent thing. Mm. I don't. Even this, Eldridge Cleaver's well, wife. But Steve, you, but Steve, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, you she, at, if you look at the most yeah. successful, dark, look at the most successful black people in, in this country today, none of them are, 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 are light skinned. Oprah's not light skinned. Michael Jordan, you know. So, so that to me, now you don't think the. I mean, Oprah Winfrey has 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 has. This is a dark skinned woman that, that has found her way into every suburban white home in the house, in the country. You know, white wives, these these white suburban wives at home every day watching Oprah Winfrey. Okay, so so to me that 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 dispels what it is you're saying. I mean, you know. If if you if you approach it, Malcolm X was able to grab them, gravitate and pull more people to him, because of his of his delivery and the way that he was able to put his message out there. It had nothing to do with the man's skin tone, man. It had to do with the fact that he was he was a better speaker. You know what? I think you're absolutely right. And you could even add, let's say, uh, you know, Michael Jordan. Oprah Winfrey. Let me see who else you can Jay-Z. add. Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. You P. know, Diddy. You do, the P Diddy. You know what? What? They were dark green, and that's the only damn thing that mattered. No. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, they had dark green. If these people. How did they get to the point where they got the green? You know what? Because they had to grind past uh, past it all. Past it all. It took grit and grind. It took grit and grind to get where they at. All of them. And then all of them, in order to remain rich and to get rich. I got to let them stop stealing from me. 
So it's something that Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey said while they were sitting up in the Treasury Department counting their money overnight, man. Joking. <laughs> you know, late at night counting their money in the U.S. Treasury. That's how much they got. You know what? I don't need no damn accountant to count my money if I put it in the bank. I know how to count. See, when you start handling your own money and don't let other people handle your money, and you'll notice those three people that we meet uh, mentioned, what all of them do? Got rid of the overhead. See, all the other people before that, the athletes, entertainers, mm-hmm. you know, the Muhammad Ali's, the Frasers, the Joe Lewis's. Come on, let's keep going. How many more, you know, how many more of the other actors you want to talk about? <laughs> or TV personalities. They well, left I, here broke. Why? They believed in somebody else more than self. Well, yeah, and usually, that's, that's and, and you know how they got really got ripped off? Because they didn't want nobody as dark as me. And lighter than you. So where, <laughs> at, at, what, at what point is a person... Black enough, man. You know what? You know what part about he's black enough or light enough is when we start individually hating our damn selves and love collectively. Right. And until we do that, until I say this black life matters, I can't expect anybody else to give a shit about this black life. Till I can show that to you. Well, that goes back there's to no what I was reason, There's no reason. For anybody else to believe Before it. Before we started recording, man, we have some accountability within our own community. Definitely. Man. And we have to stop thinking that it's everybody else's, you know, responsibility to fix our our ills. Exactly. You know. But our thing is, we've been sick so long, we don't even know we have an ailment. Well, <laughs> but like you know, like I said earlier, and that you didn't agree with, man, is is we spend too we spend too much time letting letting people that 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 want to hold us back. You know, dic- dictate our narrative, man. I, d- no, I believe no, that. No, 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 no. That's not what I disagreed with because I'm all about. I wouldn't be here talking about dialogue to destiny if I didn't want us to come sit down at the table and have the dialogue that changes our trajectory for our future. See, if I could talk to a young man now, I can give him a faster start and put him on his trajectory sooner so he can hit his height mm-hmm. and goal, his plateau sooner. See, and so instead of trying to launch at 3540, this brother can start launching at 2025. See, that's what I'm here, to let him live vicariously through my mistakes, man, so he doesn't that's have good. to come back and restart, come back and reset. See, I can give you a 10, 15, 20-year head start if you sit down and talk to me, if you sit down and listen to me. My thing was, we, <laughs> yeah, all right, allow them to tell our story. And I'm talking about the segment of knuckleheads within the black race. You know that's what we were talking about. That's, that's exactly what we were talking about. All right, about. Well, yeah, let's get it right. <laughs> let's keep it right. All right. I feel like, though, that's that's the biggest thing holding us back, man, is, is just, you know, not loving each other. And like you said, the colorism that we have within our own community, like, that's the biggest thing because it's, it's, it's so divisive. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
Now just imagine where just imagine where we could be. I'm, I'm if, telling if for one thing, if we believed in each other, I mean, see, Brandon is part of my family, and he knows how we've tried to start this family thing, and you know, for for so for uh, you know so many years, man, just put put energy and, and time, and, and it just we. I mean, I've, I've I always am looking for ways to to improve. You know, whether it's just improve my small circle or improve the, 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 the country as a whole. I want I want to be part of of, of, of the change. And it, and to me it just seems like it's so hard to find people, especially people in my community, that that, that are willing to, 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 to sit down and say, Hey, you know, I don't necess- I don't have to run stuff. I have to learn how to trust people. I have to learn how to work with people and, 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 mm-hmm. and because I'm gonna tell you something, man, collectively Light skin, dark skin, white, black, whatever it is, man. Collectively, I, I, we, we will go further in in this in this world, man. Together, as long as we stay divided, it's, we're not going anywhere, man. And mm-hmm. and that's you know, and the, and the problem is, is our you know our fathers and grandfathers sat around and said the same thing we're saying today, you know. And at what point? At not what, my father, huh? Not my father. Well, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people's fathers have. Yeah. You know, you, what did your father say? I don't know. His ass wasn't around. <laughs> well, you had a father figure, man. Oh, I had uncles. My stepdad, hell of a stepdad, man. And my okay, uncles, man, well. always stepped in, man. But you said my father. Well, if I had to judge things on him, I'd, you know. Well, I well, now I understand what you're saying, man. But my thing is, 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 you know, we're at a point, man, where we're either, we either we got to start putting some action behind our words. You know, I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of 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 just just getting together like 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 you had mentioned us having a conversation about the the recent inauguration and stuff and my thing is man is you know black people we've told we we we've said time and time again whether it's on podcasts from other podcasts or watching the news and hearing we've we we we've, we've told people time and time again what it is that we want and what we need as a community and we we did that 20 years ago uh, when Bill Clinton was was elected. We did it when Barack Obama was elected 12 years ago. We we or it was 28 years ago for Bill Clinton now. And 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 and, and we we're still stuck waiting for somebody. You know to why? Come in here and, because and, and, you because it's not a one shot thing. See, you don't just vote for president, man, and don't come in on the local election. See, when we were well, talked about voting, that's what it is. You don't. If voting ain't once every four years. See. I understand, you know, but voting takes place every two, four, and six years. See, okay, to me, okay? To, to me the so vote, you, the voting so is every one. two years you got to be ready. It is not just the month before elections, man. It's finding out who the people are. Some of the people might not be on the ballot. Some of the people we might have to encourage to be on the ballot. Some of the people that are on the ballot might, must be groomed. See, you know, see, and those are the things that we're. Not we're kind of going doing. off the topic, but the thing is, man, is see the problem that I think black people are having, man, and why we're stuck where we're stuck today, is we got the elections. You got an election here. You got an election here. But but that it's that time and that space in between those two points. Accountability. That we, that's right. That's where <laughs> our that's any, where our work is supposed that's to be what done. I'm because saying. It, it feels like we we just show up to vote and it's in between. We're not ain't, you know ain't we're no not doing nothing. Ain't no, we're like holding nobody ain't because, hold nobody's feet to the fire. Because yeah. as a people, I do. I believe we we're, we're standing on that shore waiting for this big ship to pull in and save us all. 
And instead, in, instead of instead of us collaborating, putting our minds together, building our own shit. Okay, let's just talk about what went over on the North when uh when Randy. I'm just gonna use fat, uh, first names. When he was trying to make a difference in the community, what did the black community do? Talk about him. Ron Edwards, talk about him. Who else is for the black uh, community? Any of the preachers to try to step up? Talk about them. Um, I'm just trying to figure out which one are we going to support. That's what I'm saying. You know, when are we going to pick out what we but, support? But you saying as far as you want, you want the church to lead? No, I'm just uh, saying anytime, anytime. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, Leadership can come from the church. Do I think it's all on the church's responsibility? No. See, I, just like just like everybody wants to put everything on the pastor. See, the community yeah. is just like a church. It's a body. Yeah. See, in all functioning parts. See, so that's who I put it. That's who I put it on. Is not all the body parts coming together to make things go forward. But anytime we get somebody who wants to step up, like we have a gentleman right now that has a problem speaking, man, got valid points, but everybody talks about his stuttering. See, they talk about the superficial, the the things that are nothing, but the man's got good ideas. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to make fun of him? Or get behind him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, are we I, gonna help support that cat? I got a real problem with like the the north side churches, man. When it comes man. to to issues, because every time somebody shot or killed, or they're doing a candlelight vigil, here go to here goes not the to throw one. them out there. Here goes Shiloh Temple pastors coming and preaching priests after the pe- fact. Yeah, preaching peace, and we need to do this. Don't react. Do this, and they disappear. Then it's then it's then it's back to nothing. And you might be the biggest church in North Minneapolis. But see, what are y'all think, doing I'm, other than my, talking? I hope my ministry, my discipleship, my you know, my missionary work is a proactive thing. Hmm. That's what I try to do is be proactive. I want to talk to you while you're standing on your feet, yeah. living and breathing. I don't want to come and put Mylar balloons and Hennessy uh, bottles <laughs> around a white chalk line. Yeah. You know what I mean? A bunch of teddy bears. We know I, every. We know what the look looks like. Yeah. Up and down Olson. Because I, I tell you, like everywhere you go, you you yeah. know where somebody. Oh, I didn't nobody saw. I missed this on the news. Yeah. But I know what happened here. Because because when Jamar Clark was was murdered over off Plymouth, and people were man, we were in front of the police station. Here come the pastors talking about go home. Mm. Do it. It's like no, you got to go, go home. Because because right now people are, exactly. See, but you know, yeah, people reality, are too mad right now. I, I think that I, to be honest with you, I think that the city be offering them churches. Hey man, you get these people to go home. Yeah, they probably do. Well, yeah. we'll give you a ten. Just like I tell grant. you, that, yeah, see, I unfortunately, that's how a lot of our black leaders are picked nationally. Yeah. <laughs> News media says here. What do you have to say? What do you? What's the church name over north? Okay, okay, I remember that church name. So we keep going back. Talk. Oh, we have a leader, a black leader for the community. I, it's always Oh, well, you're too afraid to interact with anybody else. They figure the pastor got a little collar right here, man. He got to act somewhat nice, you know. <laughs> and they don't want to hear him. They only want to hear him really preach and pray anyway. Oh, they're so spiritual. But you know what I'm saying? But usually the media defines who our leadership is because they give them the mic. They, see, they the, give them the. See, well, well, 
who else do they know to go to? Well, that that's our problem. Okay, Steve. all right, that's that's what we got to do. We have to define our leaders. We have to define okay. our leaders. And, and I'm and, down and as with far that. As I'm concerned. Why can't we all be leaders? Why does there have we to be should be if we're part of the body a leadership role when we can all? I, I'm a person that believes, you know, that, that we we should all rise to the top. I, th- right. I think we need we you have to have a leader though. You have you to know, have an organizer. You don't necessarily need. I I think you need a leader because you just need you need like you said the face of a, of a movement. You you have to have that. You know, like like I used like around Jamar Clark with Black Lives Matter when they were real prominent. A lot of monthly meetings. I was going to all those meetings and it was it's chaos because you got you have so many people that want to be that, that person that it's just well, now we're 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 spinning in place you now know we're what I mean? fighting amongst each other where we're supposed to be getting business done exactly. we stagnant See, one, here one pulling thing, each other back and nobody being pushed forward we ain't got behind nobody like all these yeah. is i just feel like there's always an ulterior motive from these people that organize all these protests. They just want to get their face on, on, on TV, get in front of the mic, put their message out there, you know. So I never I, w- I never attend these protests and rallies and stuff because of that. Because for me, I just, I just don't trust that people have good intentions. I believe everybody is in it for themselves. But how are we, we going to move forward then? You know, we no, at some how, point how, we how gotta we trust. Forward. See, what I think what we do is we 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 get we we build up small clusters and groups of people. Nobody has to necessarily be 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 listed as a leader. Now we need people that organize stuff. We need people that when you have a meeting or something, yeah, you have to have somebody that says, "Hey, you know what? You know this. We're you know just like 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 my brother Dwayne." He he's good at he's good at, at, at getting people pointed back in, into a certain into a certain uh, you know position and and but you know and and kind of running and organizing things but I don't I, you know the the whole concept of of a leader you know and, and don't get me wrong there are there are very qualified people out here man that that, that can definitely lead but I, I I do I believe that's why we are stuck, man. We we're no further along as far as a community. Now there may have been laws and stuff that have changed that have made things different for us. But as far as our internal community, we're no we're we're, we're probably further apart than we were in the '60s during the civil rights. I agree. Be, because yeah. we, because yeah, we've been sure we've been waiting for another Martin Luther King. Well, and no, it, the the problem is there, there's been plenty, but we just don't want to trust them, or we want to say we're not, well, we don't, get, we don't want to, we don't want. Give me a name of somebody, Brandon, a prominent person that you know of that 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 that, that could have been elevated as as the next Martin Luther King. From just from Minnesota, or are you oh, talking next, about worldwide? I mean, you you have a lot of YouTube scholars that that could have been, but you know what happens? You have somebody, and this is. You know, this is just an example. You have somebody like Umar Johnson, right? Yes. Who who wanted to build a school, who wanted to to elevate black children, and then you have a thousand YouTube channels tearing <coughs> this man down because but, but, but he's not seen, what they. You, you've seen, I've seen. See, you know, I was a, I was a, I was listening to what Umar Johnson said. The mm. man's got a lot of good points, mm. but then I see a video of him. Cussing somebody yeah, out, yeah. saying "mf" for this punk these. But see, that, but this the man? difference. I'm tell you, you, lose, you, you can say a million things. Yeah, right, and then you lose. Yeah, and you lose everything when you when you when you put out a video yeah. like that. But that's what's tough about twenty. You know, twenty twenty one is everything's recorded. You don't think Martin Luther King was saying crazy stuff? But nope, it wasn't recorded. 
it, it, he was at a the leaders back then were almost at like a mythical level. You, they didn't get on Facebook Live, and you only heard them when they spoke at you know for events. Well, you have events. to be conscious of you have to yeah, be you conscious do. of that thing. Yeah, no, you, know, you do. So my my thing is, man, it, it, and see the thing is, is even it's like it's like like young young militant people like yourself. You think that a leader has to be someone. That, that that that's pushing a a, a a militant agenda. I don't necessarily think that 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 the black community is gonna move forward the way we needed to move forward if everything that we base our our you know our agenda on is, is militant. Is 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 is, is hey we're we, you know by any means necessary. Even though I got that up here with with <laughs> Malcolm X, you know the reality is man is is why can't we find a common ground and try to and try to try to just Find our niche and our place in this country and be the best people we can be. You know, I mean, we, we're, we're divided. We're dividing ourselves by, yeah. by some stupid skin color. Yeah. But, 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 you know, why do we need, why do we need to always come at everything in a combative, you know, ready to go to war type mode? I mean, is that the kind of, I mean, or, I mean, that's true. Yeah. I, that's, yeah. Cause that's how I look at stuff and that's how, you know, that people I talk to, yeah, but it feels like people are tired. It's you know a what I'm sense. Saying? Everybody's at a point, a sense of urgency right now because mm. things have gone undone for so long that everybody thinks the three or four ideals out there. Everybody thinks that that ideal is number one, as opposed to getting collectively behind something. See, it's the competition for the ideal that they think is best, man. Instead of saying, "Sit down," you know what? I think mine is better but I'm going to help you get yours off the ground. Maybe we'll work on mine second or third. See, nobody has the forethought or the appetite for waiting. See, but, the product, well, for what they but, but look at, look at, let's use Black Lives Matter, right? Think about how many people, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about Black Lives Matter. A lot of black people hate it. They hate, they hate looking on the TV and seeing people protest. They hate, they, they, they don't understand why. And it's, I just, I just hate, uh, as an older person, I hate getting on there and I see the people on the periphery. And I can't say it's Black Lives Matter, but the things that I see happen on the periphery of that. And such as what? Well, some of the violence the and stuff, the destruction and but stuff that, I see. And but I'm that's not, saying, not Black Lives Matter. I, like this, I said, I just yeah. said the people well, on the periphery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Black said, Lives Matter should be mad that these people are doing this destruction under their name. Yeah, they should. But, but what happens is you have a lot of... of that movement, like I said, just from going to meetings and and being involved in in protests and stuff, that group is very is is very pacifist. They're not going out there to do anything but march and and bring awareness to, see, to a movement. See, this is the thing. See, this is we got somebody who has not just national but worldwide attention. Mm. Why haven't we carved a ta- uh, spot out the table for them? Why do they have to keep marching in the streets? See, yeah. this is about what I'm saying about carving a spot out at the table. Now, there's people that have other people's ears, that has the world's ears. Yet and still, as soon as you think a spot is opened up at the table, turn it just a little bit so you can't see it. Or they move the chair or they slide a chair in there real quick. But see, at this point in time, black life matters. Lives matter deserves a spot at the table but it's crazy that the people who they are 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 advocating for 
They don't want to get behind, behind it. it. It's like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is what I'm saying. We got the carver spot out <laughs> at the table. There's an opportunity. We should be more vocal about that. That You know what? You want a 22-year-old there. I want somebody who has this on their heart at the table. And that if I want this person at the table, man, unfortunately, I have to carve a spot for the Trumper out at the table, too. Yeah. See, I can't eliminate that voice either. See, I have to know. I have to know what the left or the right is so I can find out where the healthy middle is. Make sense? Yeah. Well, sense. I mean, going back to, like, like the leaders and stuff, I mean, see, like, what I was saying, though, is, like, like what you see as, as somebody as a potential leader is somebody that our somebody like me probably wouldn't accept. See, because yeah. I'm somebody that says, you know, hey, I want a leader that that, that says, hey, you know what, I want to we're gonna I want to be at the table with you. I'm here to negotiate in good faith on behalf of my community. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, you know, and, 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 and we, we have expectations. Yeah. I, I don't think this, I don't think a, a black insurrection is ever going to work. I don't think we're going to be able, we're, we're going to be able to, to just, I mean, because me and my son, Derek, we talk about this stuff. You know, you and Derek talk about this stuff. Yeah. The thing is, man, is, is, is if, if, if black people really believe that, that forming some sort of militias you know, some sort of you know is is going to get them heard and get them the things that they want to uh, want to accomplish at at a at a table. I mean, at the table or in this country, they're wrong. I mean, you know what you're what we're going to have to do is yeah. First, we got to demand that they acknowledge what they did wrong and 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 and, and, and repair for that yeah. through reparations or whatever. And then we have to say, okay, we want to. We're here in this country. We want to be part of this country. What can we do as a people, as a community, to 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 to, to contribute to the? But to that's the, that's crazy though, Dak, because we've already contributed <laughs> enough. See, but you see why? <laughs> you, you know what I'm do you saying? See, do you see why we can't have a leader? Yeah, see, but but you get what I'm saying. We it's like we're. You already you already screwed us over. Now we got to come to you and say, okay, now we wanna we wanna negotiate yeah, in good asking, faith. I'm not asking that. You know we, what I'm saying? We go and, and beg anywhere, but I but I, what I'm saying is is you know this country will, will will kill every black man. They will kill every black man in this country. Going I don't to, think going so. about it the way that you guys are talking. But about but it, I man. I don't know. Maybe Either I just incarcerate <laughs> or kill you. I, maybe I just look at it different, man, because you know it's like, man, we at some point we got to do something different. We can't keep coming to the table and saying let's negotiate in good faith, and they never have. At some point, we got to say we deserve a portion of this country. We're all gonna move there, and and that's what it is. And and the U.S. is gonna have to separate into two different countries. It'll have see, to. And you know what? You know the way separation I'd like to see. What? I'd like to see a separation of ideologies. I would like no, to see, no, I'm not. Yeah, I would yeah. like to see a, a, a liberal and a, and a conservative. Well, I'm not saying it would be it, it would be open borders. You know, you could still travel in and out, but you know, once you cross this border, that that this is this is ran right. by by they by are, minority. Man, I'm telling now you, we <laughs> now we could turn around and we could say, hey, now let's build this pipeline to Africa. Now we open trade here. We're open trade to Mexico. It would be a thriving country. It would be it would be thrive, but you know what? There's what too many black people like that, that are scared to step outside the comfort zone. I, hey, <laughs> like I like that. By, I I'm definitely not scared to step out. But I, I just can't even see how that could be a possibility, man. You know, what do you think, Steve? I, I don't believe that it'll work for any good. 
I mean, Why? not in the long run. It's just not gonna happen. What do you do with the people? What do you do with the people, Brandon, that mm. don't have that don't want to put skin in the game, but 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 that want to be part of your country, want to be part, want to be there. Because you're gonna have people that are just there to extract and and, and to and to and to to take advantage of of this of the resources in the system and not put anything. What, what I mean, what, what? How do you? Because when you say that you want to separate, mm. that means you, you know you know you, what you're what you're saying is hey, the United States government owes us nothing and we owe the United States government nothing. So you got to be self-sufficient, man. But at that point, black people bring so much to the U.S. as far as entertainment, sports, music. You do, we we build our own three right there we're already 35 we're already in the black the money to we're already spent. we're already in the black it was that quick all we do is separate that white people aren't going to watch an all-white nba you know what i'm saying boom that's that, the nba brings in billions of dollars a year that's how they got it's, it started started with an all-white nba yeah but look what yeah look i mean the owners are all white still that has never changed but the, all the all the talent is black so we have. We're gonna. We're gonna have to have another. Podcast. Yeah, that's that's gotta be a whole. <laughs> no, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna definitely have a podcast because I. I mean, I. I thought of a way that this country could separate, but it's. 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 You know. I mean, but I don't necessarily believe that the way that you. You guys think it could work with it'll. It'll never work because, like I said, this for one thing, the United States ain't giving up no land. Derek Bell faces at the bottom of the well. I saw, I've seen that. I read, read that. Read it. It's good. Afro Atlanticus chapter. Read it. Yeah, I read that in read college, it. man. But that's the thing. They're they're not gonna. You're right. They're not gonna give it up. But that. So you're gonna take it, huh? <laughs> like they, they took it. They, they man, took they're, they're, it. They're, all they got talking? is Brandon. Do you realize they they centralized a large chunk of the black people in the inner cities? Mm-hmm. You know, it would take the it would take the United States military two days. To kill but, off eighty percent of see, black people, but, all they'd have to do is drive over the fire. But the this black is community this is what no, you're right. But this is what the <laughs> black community would have to say: we we have our independence. Now we're now we're going to turn around and go. Maybe we turn around and go to China or Russia and and make that we could end that immediately. Well, you, you, we go to Russia off, and say first you got to understand that Russia may not be willing to negotiate. Oh, because, they would because all America, <laughs> they, all the, all the rest of the United States has to say is what? if you deal with them, we're not dealing with you. Yeah, but we don't See, deal with them. Anyways. If you deal with the, if you deal with the, <laughs> if you deal with the Africa United States of America. Yeah. We're, we're, we're cutting off all trade and you know what but nobody that's how america's been able to maintain control over everybody but they're else but they're world. losing that control we go to these other countries that america doesn't doesn't mess with and we mess with all them all right we're gonna we're gonna have another we'll one in this because this I, I i would love to have that conversation yeah, i mean i good. you know i hope i can get Derek on that one too because he he, yeah. he thinks just like you yeah but um, you guys got anything you want to close out with that's it. Uh, yeah, I would just say, like, man, as black people, we got to start loving each Just tell somebody you love them, man, because that's, that's the only way I feel like we're going to get past, like, colorism and just, you know, strike from our own community, man. We got to start to love each other. You know what? If everybody from this podcast to the next, one week apart, man, if everybody takes the initiative to attempt to say I love you to another person, man, throughout, you know, every day next week, Everybody will have said it. Everybody will have heard it. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, that's going to conclude another episode of Dialogue to Destiny. Again, we appreciate your time and, and uh, watching and, and following us. If you like what we uh, what we talk about, like I always tell you, please subscribe to our, our page and um, like us. And, and submit topics. 
Yep, submit topics as well, because we, we're willing to talk about literally anything. You know, that's what we Steve and I have been doing for years. We try to invite new people on to, to get different perspectives on our on these topics as well. So we appreciate your time, but uh, that will conclude this episode. Thank and you. to my Caucasian friends, you're more than welcome. Come over here and argue. You have a point of view, too. We do not have to agree, and I still love you. That's good. <laughs> Dak, Dak, thought he was Larry Bird, man. What? <laughs> oh, no. no, that's what they...